Thanks for being a listener of the Everyday Grace podcast. This week, we will be putting out an episode on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We will take Thanksgiving off as well as Friday following. I want to let you know that starting next week, we will be doing something a little different with our reading. We will stop following the lectionary, and we will start a systematic reading through the New Testament and Old Testament. This means that if you follow along with us in the app, you will read a portion of Scripture from the Old Testament, New Testament, along with two Psalms each day. If you stay faithful, you will follow along and get through the entire New Testament in one year with readings for five days of the week, and you will get through the entire Old Testament in two years in just reading five days a week. So if you've never read through Scripture before, this is a great way to do that. Um, If you are not sure that you want to do both readings, I would encourage you to do the New Testament readings, read through the entire New Testament this, this year, and then next year, maybe pick up and try to do both. So that's where we're going. We're going to take this uh, Thursday, Friday off this week. Hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. And then starting next week, we will begin a new reading system. Today is Tuesday, November 23rd, and you're surrounded by God's everyday graces. Take a deep breath now and give him thanks. Revelation 11:15, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord. Christianity has a unique view of the end of time. Tim Keller writes about this in his book, Reason for God. Here's what he has to say about heaven. How then will the story of human history end? At the end of the final book of the Bible, we see the very opposite of what other religions predict. We do not see the illusion of the world melt away, nor do we see spiritual souls escaping the physical world into heaven. Rather, we see heaven descending into our world to unite with it and purify it of all its brokenness and imperfection. It will be a new heavens and new earth. The prophet Isaiah depicts this as a new garden of Eden, in which there is again absolute harmony of humanity with nature, and the end of injury, disease, and death, along with the end of all racial animosity and war. There will be no more poor, slaves, criminals, or broken-hearted mourners. God moves towards his world in care and love. He is committed to every part of his creation, loving it and upholding it. And though sin and evil have marred the world, so it is just a shadow of its true self. At the end of time, nature will be restored to its full glory, and we with it. Creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay, and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. The whole world will be healed as it's drawn into the fullness of God's glory. Friends, this is what it means for the kingdom of the world to become the kingdom of our Lord. We have been living apart from God, our sin caused the separation, But God's grace will repair it and reunite what we have severed. This is our great hope. Not that we will escape the earth and float around in heaven with a harp, but that the world created for us will be renewed with us. The new heaven and new earth will be renewed in God's love and full of many great experiences and adventures for us to have, all in perfection in the presence of God. So let us pray for Jesus to come quickly and make this world his home. The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord. The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord. The kingdom of the world 
has become the kingdom of our Lord.